Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I've been watching F is for Family again here and there. I love it. It's such a so good. I feel like I was born at the wrong time. You Scott. know what it reminds me? It reminds me of like if Life with Louie evolved with us. Did you ever watch Life with Louie? Louie Anderson's cartoon? Oh yeah. It's like the same. That was 90s. But it was for kids. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Because that was the uh, same time as Bobby's World? It was. Yeah. I think they actually aired back to back. That sounds familiar. Because Bobby's World, he was on the three-wheeler, right? In the opening credits? Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I probably talked about this before, but Howie Mandel scarred me for life with Bobby's World and my wife separately. <laughs> well, he said that if you flush the toilet with the lid up, that poop would get on your toothbrush. Bobby told you that as like a service announcement at the end of it. Well, it's funny you say that. Have you seen the tests that they're showing that have been going around online lately? People have done like these infrared tests of like what comes up when you flush the toilet, man. It's like over two feet sometimes. I'm not gonna watch that. It's in my head. I don't want to know. I've been brushing my teeth just fine. Also, my toothbrush has a cover. Well, it's like ever since I've watched it, if I use the restroom at work, like I'm literally like <laughs> I make like a quick move after it happens. I remember I was dating a girl and she was like. You don't have to put the toilet cover down just because I'm here. And I was like, oh, no, I, I've been doing it since I was five. <laughs> That's how I flush toilets. Uh, well, I've never had a problem changing the lid at our house, though. I changed the lid, and it just doesn't seem to fit the bowl right. And I'm like, what fucking size toilet is uh, this? The one in there is completely the wrong size. Well, I mean, my 20s and everything, it, like, wasn't a thing. I feel like old man rant incoming incoming <laughs> goddamn toilet seats aren't even the right fucking size these days fucking horse shit <laughs> um was that it yeah i'm done i oh, won't okay. go on i can go on about the toilet seats do you want me to go on about the fucking toilet seats dude i had to go in fucking home depot open the fucking boxes and make sure that the fucking wing nuts would clear the bowl on my toilet before i bought it so i'm a fucking guy standing in the toilet seat fucking aisle going through the boxes looking at the wing nuts no thank you <laughs> so the last of us got renewed <laughs> Did it? And Poker Face also got renewed. I haven't started Poker Face yet. Listening to the Last of Us podcast. Mm. It's great. Is it? So it's the two creators, the creator of the video game and the creator of the show. No shit. And uh, Troy Baker, who does Joel's voice in the video game, is the host. Badass. It's fucking awesome. Troy Baker got choked up in the last episode, too. If Talking I'm... about the story, having someone care that much about it. Because like, I felt alone with the story for 10 mm -hmm. years. Because I don't know fucking anyone with PlayStations. I was just going to say, I didn't play the game, so I can't appreciate it to that level. I do need it to pick up a little bit at times in the show. It's about to. I could tell. We're getting there, but there were some slow spots in the last two. We're halfway through a season. So one through three and three, brilliant. And I think this season is nine episodes, not ten. I'm not taking away from four and five, but I'm saying there were some moments where my eyes got a little that's how you got to start a story though you can't jump right into it and make it like action-packed go back and watch fucking game of thrones i knew for the you first were gonna season. say action-packed so boring i knew you were gonna say action-packed it's not just lacking in action i mean that and last one was fucking incredibly action-packed 
at the end. Yeah. And then, I mean, there was the thriller aspect of it, you know, the. Yeah, but it's about this just closed off fucking man, you know, and uh, his relationship with loving anything and having to be alive for this long after he felt like his life ended. I feel like everything is paralleling that. Like, that's the same problem Henry had. That's the same problem whatever Melanie Linsky's character's name was. Frank and Bill's story was like a parallel of that. Everything is just these little circles of the same thing. And uh, yeah, it's about to get real. We're getting to the juicy bits of the first game. They're going to finish the whole first game this season. Well, I've started clicking around people to see if they know what's up. Did, so, did you watch anything else besides Last of Us? Not anything haven't already talked about. I'm like in progress. Gotcha. We've been watching, uh, we've been rewatching Silicon Valley. I hadn't seen the last two seasons. Hmm. And Kelly hadn't seen any of it. So I've been watching that. It's great. It's nice to have Mike Judge in your life. <laughs> I haven't been exploring too much since we got AMC Plus for a while. So I'm going to be exploring some things. It's so cool how much shit, and like you're saying, it includes all of Shudder. So you've got all this horror content. But on top of that, just the. <laughs> It fucking cracks me up, though, because there's so much horror. And then it's like, you know, like the recommended for you. Found footage, gore, found footage, gore. And then it's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, MC Plus? I love you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, thanks for the laugh at fucking one in the morning as I'm passing out. I did think it was weird that they had collections of Walking Dead episodes. Like, it was like the best of Maggie. Oh, di I didn't see that. They have like a section that's the Walking Dead section. But you're like, that's. Too. It's random episodes it's of the just best a couple of shows. So, what else do you have under there? Mm. And uh, that's what they have. They didn't have any Whiskey Cavalier. That was Maggie's field show. Sorry. Oh, she left Walking Dead to do a show on. I think it was CBS. Whiskey Cavalier. It was like a cop. You mean she didn't leave to do The Boy? <laughs> Your face. Did you watch The Boy? I didn't. I've heard that there's a second one. It's fine. It's just it's. It's crap. I heard it got, it was like an undercover kind of. I mean, it's Black Christmas with a doll. Okay. Hmm. Like a fucking ventriloquist doll, right? Very large porcelain doll. Yeah, no, nah, Whiskey Cavalier, sorry. So that didn't work out. She went back to Walking Dead. That's yeah. when she popped back into the series. Oh, was like it, she left. Like she, See, I didn't stay on board that long, so. I forget how the exit happened, but she was off the show. And it was like, oh, she pops up all this Whiskey Cavalier CBS stuff. And it's like, oh, go Maggie. Um. Lauren Co Cohen. Co yep. And and the Fines is <laughs> sorry. Yeah, she Can't left to say that anymore. She left to do Whiskey Cavalier. It didn't work out. She goes back to Walking Dead. We still haven't finished. We're at the Whispers whenever we do. Well, we're gonna start from the beginning, but we left off at the Whispers. I think it is all on Netflix now. Oh, it's there. But also you have AMC Plus. You you can't finish it in a month, but no, because we did initially. We were like, we can do these two movies in a fucking week. But then you see the movies that are on there that I have not seen yeah, on other like, streaming ooh, services. Piece of candy. People know about that menu time. There was a lot of me being like, "That's where that went." Holy shit! Oh, Near Dark is on there. Did you see my text message? And then I checked, and I was like, "Yes, okay." I mean, like I said, I saw that when I was a child. Probably shouldn't have been watching it. So I remember things, but. I didn't understand what that movie, what was happening. Like, that's how young I was when I saw it. Yeah, well, I said I wanted to watch it while we were watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So. And then it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and I couldn't find it fucking anywhere. And a DVD of it costs like $37. And there it is. Mm -hmm. Thank God. <laughs> it's nice when you find something. Because HBO took Westworld down. Netflix is taking Arrested Development off its platform. Even though they made two seasons of it, 
That means that every time a girlfriend told me you should throw out all these DVDs, I was fucking right. <laughs> Westworld's getting taken down? Westworld is getting taken down and put on a, a uh, ad service. Like a free with ads service. I'm fine. You know, I stopped after two. Or was it three? Yeah, I, I felt like two was a good place to end. But I did always kind of want to go back. Like, wh- like Walking Dead, I'll watch it. When it was over, I was like, I'm going to watch it all when I can just take it down. I don't know. I started three. But watching it as it came on was fucking agonizing. That first season of Westworld was so good, though. Oh, Westworld, I enjoyed up to where I had stopped. I was just like, what? what? Why? Why are we still going? Well, I didn't think I didn't know if they were going to continue after two. And I think it was up in the air. And I was like, well, I'd be fine with that. I started three, and I'm like, I think I would have just been better off stopping it, too. That's what I like about Last of Us, is if they canceled it after the season, even if it didn't do good, mm-hmm. they committed to do the whole first game, which is a perfect story. Like, we didn't need the second game. And they came out ten fucking years apart, so... Mm. That would have been fine. Hopefully it makes them make a third game faster than fucking 10 years, though. <laughs> Man, no pressure there, huh? God. Well, there, I mean, he's got another guy who could probably help him out with the fucking story. If there he would be zero alone. expectation in a third game at this point. Well, no. people weren't happy with the story in the second game. People are never fucking happy. And I can't wait to see those people or a new batch of people freak out about the same shit in the second season. Oh, I fucking can't wait. It's going to be... The chef's kiss. Is it going to have like some steamy flowers? Now it's my turn to make you squirm. Uh, HBO is making a show called Love and Death, starring Elizabeth Olsen and Kristen Ritter. And guess who Elizabeth Olsen plays? Who? Her name is Candy. It is the story of a Texas housewife that chops up her neighbor with an axe. Somebody else, they're doing it again? That just happened. And Jessica Biel was fucking great. Justin Timberlake was great. He was amazing. And Porn uh, stash? Yeah. Great. And our girl. Yeah, Melanie Linsky. Linsky. You're not going to beat that fucking cast. Why are you doing that? And I just praised you a lot, HBO. Thank you for making my favorite story into a show that is worthy of a story like that. But why are you doing that? You know, when I stumbled upon Candy on Hulu, I was like, oh, maybe. And it lasted like a week, and I was like, I'm doing this. And then I was so happy that I made that decision, man. I was like, that was just what I need. It was felt good. Yeah, and I only watched the courtroom stuff while Kelly was watching it. Uh-huh. But I enjoyed what I saw, and I don't see the point of doing that again. I think one of the husbands is, uh, what's his name? Kirsten Dunst's husband? Uh, I just know him as Todd from Breaking Bad. He was that guy in Jungle Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Battleship with uh, Rihanna. He was in Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Amber Atkins. <laughs> Sorry. Anytime I can. Mount Rose, Minnesota. We're doing Drop Dead Gorgeous one day. I've got two copies. Absolutely. On All DVD. Right. Good deal. One of them's bootleg that Olympia got on Amazon because she thought I lost it. And I had lost it. And then I opened my Fight Club DVD and there it was. I worked with this Korean exchange student. Like This was way back in the day. He was uh, going to UT. He didn't speak great English. And he told me he'd never seen Fight Club. He didn't know what I was talking about. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And I gave him my like collector's edition DVD set that had like multiple DVDs in it. Oh God. And this motherfucker quit. Didn't come into work the next day. Right after he, you gave it to him. He'd been there for like a year. I was like pretty confident that he was going to go home and watch it. 
It's like when you let somebody borrow your Nintendo, and when the Nintendo breaks, they throw away all the games that were with it. That's one of those things, like, if I let somebody borrow a book, I'm probably not going to get it back. Goddamn, I I lent House of Leaves to so many people, and they never gave that shit back out of shame and or whatnot. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'll get around to did I ever give you brick back, of uh, paper you fucking handed me. Did I ever give you back your Magnolia VHS? Uh, I think you did. You're <laughs> really good about giving things back. I can always lend you something. You'll give it back to me 10 years later. Yeah, it's in a safe place. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a safe place. It's almost safer than it is with me. <laughs> Not giving it to that fucking guy you thought was safe at work. That was back in the day. I hadn't learned yet. <laughs> it's like when you had parties at your house and you thought you could trust people, but then you're like, what happened to all my tapes? Oh, I locked my door. I was way too trusting at a certain point in high school. And I had lots of weird, cool shit, too. No, and this was in Burn It. No. It, it was probably close to that one time. I'm pretty sure somebody gave me pills because I woke up fucking butt naked in a puddle of sweat in my bed and I had no idea what happened. Good morning. <laughs> Jesus. There were a whole bunch of 100 grand bars in the refrigerator, though. That was really weird. It would have been weird if they were Clark bars. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought we were doing found footage movies, but we got. <laughs> so we did it. And start, Scott's like, this isn't found footage, by the way. And I'm like, I'm seeing this. <laughs> Was, yeah, because we did an incantation last week, and I was like, it's going to be Frank's birthday. It looked here. like it was found footage in the trailer. It really did. It looks like that's a damn found footage internet movie. The trailer was very misleading in that department. So know that ahead of time. If you're thinking about watching that, but you don't like found footage movies, this is not a found footage movie. And it doesn't even have as much like social cell media, video, cell phone video yeah. stuff as I expected it to have from the trailer this isn't like spree where there's constant posting or the cool flashes on the screen of like the post being made at the same time though i think this is the same category i would put this on the same shelf with spree yeah i mean you've got your influencer thing going on and i think that we're going to get that from next week's movie which is deadstream i think we might have accidentally stumbled on a category influencer found footage influencer gone crazy yeah. or something like that we'll we'll figure it out yeah. It's nice to stumble on something where you're like, these things are the same. Like but I did think we were shift. watching found footage. And uh, I think Kelly went into it really like, I'm not going to like this because I told her it was another found footage movie. But she keeps watching them because she wants to know what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> on the podcast when she listens to it. So. That's, how you, that's how you get them. <laughs> this one, though, I... I don't think she was as impressed as I was by the end of it, where I was like, holy shit. Okay, I was wondering what you would, I, at first, I, I was like, oh no. I was like, oh yeah. You were like, this is a I'm Scott feeling it. the Special kind of thing. No, not even. I thought it kind of had that tone at the very beginning. Like, I was like, I don't know what I'm getting here. Well, so I don't want to start the skipping around over it, just like the, like the kind of in-between cutscenes, like her traveling to the meeting spot. How it's just that music, and she's like running through the field, yeah, and she we'll like falls. Yeah, we'll talk about that a, a bit, because... <laughs> The music in this movie was used to great effect. <laughs> yes. It was almost Hitchcock. You had to be there. <laughs> it was some good stuff, though. There was lots of surprises here. I thought it nice little touches. Nice little touches. And I've realized that I know you guys read the title of the episode, mm. but we watched Sissy this week. Sissy. I think one of the last couple episodes, we just didn't say what the movie was. 
And this, yeah, Australia, Australian film. It's an Australian film. Yeah, I thought it was British when we first started. I was so thrown by it not being a found footage movie. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? But then you started on? seeing the ruse. Kelly called it because they called it a Hen's Weekend. Is that what they were saying? Yes, a Hen's Weekend. Hen's Weekend. Okay. And she was like, you have to come to my Hen's. I never looked at the. Uh, I never looked it up, but I was like, I can't fucking understand what they're saying, and I refuse to put on subtitles sometimes for stuff like that. No, I won't do that. Yeah, I know a lot of people that do do that. Do do. Do do, do do you do, do do do. But I can't do it. No, I'm I'm really glad we picked it. There's always this thing where we pick a movie and we're real confident in our choice and we have our reasons for picking it. And then sometimes before I hit play, I'm like, fuck. I get this like hesitation. I don't mind watching it anyway. Well, I talk about people and their expectations with movies lately, and like it's you have high expectations, and I do. I do. You like lately, you've been real kind of harsh. Yeah, I like to stay optimistic. (laughs) <laughs> You're not bursting with optimism. You haven't been probably your entire life. Why do people keep saying that? <laughs> <laughs> Cecilia is a lifestyle YouTuber and cosmetics influencer. After filming and uploading a video one night, she runs to the store to buy tampons. Also weird. Did you see what the tampons were called? Were they called like Bloody Gusher? No. <laughs> It was, it was something weird. It was something weird. It was something weird. And it was almost like a cartoony comic bo- box. I should have written it down. Because it went right through my brain, because that whole sequence was a an assault. So, I mean, you don't think they were called Bloody Gushers, though? It wasn't that. It was something equally gross, though. That popped in my head really fast. I don't know. Emma, who gushes over how long <laughs> Didn't it's even been, see that. she invites Cecilia to her engagement party at a karaoke bar. Emma calls Cecilia sissy, bringing on flashbacks of being bullied by a girl named Alex. But Emma very graciously accepts that She'd rather go by Cecilia now. And she invites her to come along on her hen's weekend to her fiancé friend's remote vacation home. After some chanting of affirmations that she is not a sissy, she gathers her courage to go and ends up being face-to-face with Alex, her bully, for the entire weekend. Through more flashbacks, we discover that as children, Alex bullied Sissy until she fucking snapped and stabbed her in the face with a garden trowel. And big time spoilers after this. I don't know anyone else who's watched this movie. So if you're listening to this episode to check out the movie, we're going to have to talk about some of the things that made it good were the surprises. Alex pushes Cecilia again, trying to force her to reveal her childhood indiscretion to her hundreds of thousands of followers. And Sissy snaps again, cornered and apparently crazy as shit. No one at the party is safe after that if they get in the way of her preserving her friendship with Emma, Emma included. Sissy was released in September of 2022 and is the second feature-length film by Australian writer-director team Kane Sennis and Hannah Barlow, who also plays Emma in the film. Sissy also stars Aisha D as Sissy, Emily de Marguerite as Alex, Daniel Monks as Jamie, Yaron Ha as Tracy, Lucy Barrett as Fran. The official premiere of the movie was here in Austin earlier in 2022 at South by Southwest and was distributed by the streaming service Shudder. Although it holds a 6.2 rating on IMDb and an audience score of 62%, it has a tomato meter certified fresh score of 96%, a case of critics overruling the score of viewers. Let's talk about that. Yeah, why do you think that is? Do you think that it somewhere in this, somebody found a social message? Because I was afraid that's what it was, that this was going to be a heavy-handed bullying thing, or it was going to be... I mean, it, that's like the underlying tone, right? I mean, it kind of is, but I mean, that this is a serious gray area. Okay, what a serious... Okay, I've got a couple of uh, breaking chain with hood ornament moments here. 
that's the only thing that I want to bitch about in this movie. <laughs> um, but we'll get to that. But kind of tying into that, like you said, we're we're seeing these found footage movies with this influencer angle now. It's a big part of our world. It so is. So trying being... to saying that like that's like forcing some sort of message about something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's our fucking world now. Well, I'm kind of wanting to roll with it because honestly, we've been watching them. I absorb a lot. I feel like I pick up on a lot of these little things. But until you said it a couple minutes ago, there's this big influencer influence. You know, it's being incorporated into these movies. Fucking spree. Incantation. They started as ghost hunters. They were doing a You're ghost right. hunters thing. You're right. So um, maybe we are still on topic, despite the fact that we did not know this was not yeah, a found footage movie. It's, you know, let's just, let's just say Spree, Incantation, and Sissy. This whole social media influencer, this new world that we've become a part of, they nailed it. Like, even from that opening, like, her, like, yeah, be one with yourself. And try this. <laughs> Elon Musk. Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking nailed it. Because that's just how it well, is. Well, that and when she stepped away from that set. Because mm-hmm. I watch fuck tons of ASMR videos. I have serious anxiety problems. <laughs> that shit calms me the fuck down. And I have seriously, like, crazy tingles from that shit. So, it's like crack. But I always think when I'm watching those. Mm-hmm their house look like over there behind this like nicely dressed corner you film your youtube videos in oh and then yeah they totally just like as soon as they pan over it's like her fucking apartment is dark it's a mess you assume she's healthy and like probably you know she's a vegan gluten-free all the way no she goes and grabs the pizza yeah which is why i think it's like there's a gray area there because later they like admonish her for that wasn't too heavy-handed for you the pan into the messy apartment with the pizza eating no i thought it was fine i mean they still let me figure it out i did too i was like that's good that's great glad they did it but i mean what is that it's not a cautionary tale it's not any sort of like pushing any sort of agenda or anything like that. well you know what's funny though is i'm there's people out there that don't realize that's how it is like that's how it could be or that these people they watch all the time are normal fucking people normal fucking people living in tiny apartments that are messy and they're giving you advice shit try looking for advice on writing on a youtube video and you start trying to find a college professor and you're like this girl is 25 i don't fucking (laughs) you don't know what you're talking about thank you for your perspective (laughs) (laughs) adorable Yeah, running into the friend. We got to find the name of those tampons at some point, man. We're not going to be able to do it. Bloody Gusher <laughs> came to mind very fast. It's called Bloody Brilliant. Bloody Brilliant? That's what it was. Bloody I, Brilliant. I did write it down. There you go. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, there was a real quick reconnect there, but you could tell there was some trauma. Those close-ups, man, in the grocery store of her face. Yeah. It gave me anxiety, <laughs> which is what how she was supposed to feel, because I think a lot of the movie was being conveyed through sissy's eyes and how she was dealing with it and then it would cut away and everything was quiet and normal yeah and then that's when we get a good taste of like okay something happened in the past is why they quit talking that's why i don't think this is like bully messagey or anything like that because maybe you shouldn't bully a kid because they may snap and stab you in the face with a garden trowel the other day my kid um it was time to clean up this little girl next to her didn't clean up meadow told her to clean up she still wouldn't clean up meadow scratched her face Kids do things. This. Oh, yeah. That's what I was trying to say with. I mean, you can't hold that against her because I kept giving her. The yeah. Meadows the had doubt. like heavy stuff thrown at her head by other kids. You know, get like that. Comes home with a knot on the head. In this story, this girl got a. She got stabbed in the fucking face. In the face. And that was, you know, what did it say? Like, I feel like the category was like romance, horror, thriller. 
like they didn't know comedy. Like I feel like there were so many like categories. Oh, on AMC. Yeah. Um, Maybe they just I, because I don't think putting I was, all the tags on everything. At the I moment. don't believe I saw that on IMDb. I think it was on AMC Plus's little, you know, info block. Romance, huh? It, romance was one of the things. It was romance, and that's one of those things that made me hesitant at the beginning because I'm like, what the fuck? Because right off the bat, yeah, not found footage. <laughs> I mean, she did love her. She, but did. she didn't seemingly remember she loved her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and so Which then should she, have been a good indication she was fucking nuts. Yeah. And the fact that she goes to the damn party. And she's this personality with 200,000 followers, but it seemed like she was not too lively. You know, she gets pulled I thought up on that stage was very for the karaoke. Realistic. Yeah, because she's comfortable in her environment. So what's your realism gripe here? Oh, we're not there yet. Oh, oh, oh. I'll oh. let you know when we get there. The suspense is killing me. Yeah, well, and actually there's, a, there's something else I wanted to touch on. Why is it in movies people are just so fucking cool and it's just like completely casual to sit in public restroom stalls? Or sit on the floor in bathrooms. Well, they're generally women in movies. Because women have... We don't go in the bathroom like that. It's men and women in movies, man. This one, it happens to be two women. But what's up in movies with the, oh, this is a public restroom. Let's sit on the floor and have a conversation. No. (laughs) Well, that's what I mean. Is like, ladies don't pee on the floor. I'm saying, though, in movies, it's it's men and women. It's men and women in movies. This one happened to be women. But anyway, it was just something I noticed. I would say I have more of a gripe about that pointed my... it out like it was a this cliche is coming up more and more in the movies we've been picking. It's the hit the animal on the way to the party mm-hmm. and the mercy killing. We talked about it in the invitation. It was the exact same in this. I mean, it's the humane thing to do. <laughs> the more I notice it, the less I want that kind of foreshadowing. Yeah. And it did happen in here more than once. It's kind of like the having someone who would very much like to cut your throat shave you. You know, they show that in movies a lot. When the hero of the story has to shave the villain's face, the villain is that confident that they won't kill him. There are so many razor blades to faces in movies, dude. My brain just explodes. I mean, they're all that, though. Cheapens it. Can I back up real quick to the damn pregnant lady at the store? She walks by, she's like, what? And like, what are you looking at? Nothing. And then she knocks the shit out of her hand. She's like, it's not like I'm pregnant or anything. But then she almost hits her with the car. I thought the pregnant lady was Oh, gonna... was the pregnant lady the one she almost hit with the car? Yes. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I just... I, See, had I was get... dealing with Kelly's, like, white person's face blindness at the moment. Oh. And she was like, well, she almost hit her friend. No, it was the pregnant <laughs> lady. That's why I thought it was going to be like a... What was that Snowman movie we used to watch with the guy in the orange coat? Jack Frost. Jack Frost. I thought it was going to be a Jack Frost like thing. The like the pregnant lady was going to pop up again and Yeah, again like they'd the be at this of... fucking house in the woods. That would have been great. And she's like, all of a sudden, like, a body flies out of the woods. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Like... <laughs> anyway, didn't happen. Sorry. But yeah, so you're, you're saying the foreshadowing. It's just cheap. Been there, done that? Now, I the more I notice it. It's like when you buy, like, a Honda Civic that's, uh-huh. like, lime green and start driving around. You're like, nobody has one of those. And then Are... you see them fucking everywhere. SSDD. I don't think that's quite the same. Same shit, different day. No, I done it. Easter gay. Johnny <laughs> <laughs> Wahlberg. <laughs> Makes it so much worse when you're reminded it's Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but this ended up being a weekend away movie. It did. On top of it being kind of the spree influencer movie. Why the fuck would Emma invite her? to a play and i think it's alex's house not fran's house i think i don't think she would have agreed to go if, but i think the reason you think that is because alex was there when they're first there. well anyway 
Either way, why would Emma invite her? Why would Emma invite Cecilia, knowing that Alex is going to be there? I don't think she understood the gravity of all of that. Although it appears she was standing right fucking there when she said, This her is in the you being face. the explainer, because that's still not my realism issue, but I'm waiting for it in due time. Once she got there and I saw the scar, I was like, Oh shit. Okay. So we may be dealing with an unreliable narrator in a way, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that was the case. Well, speaking of the foreshadowing, when they took the selfie as she was sneaking into the room, you know, in that living room scene, I was kind of trying to form the plot at that point myself. I was already going in the direction that the movie goes. And I was like, it's going to be awesome that she's not in that picture. Like that could have played to her favor if the story would have been tweaked a little. There were other things, though, that because she's nuts, her putting on that necklace... <laughs> and then, like, she was taking pictures with the necklace. She made a video with the necklace. And you knew that necklace was going to be her downfall. And I appreciate that they didn't use it as the aha. No, no. Uh, Alex was a bitch the whole time. Oh, she was terrible. Awful human being. Deserved to be hit with a geode. It was so shiny. You love rocks. Yeah, it's almost. Why'd they like... have that down there? <laughs> <laughs> Did they find it? I don't know. Did it was one of the gifts. It was one of the gifts at the party. Seems like you do that at the house. Well, I believe that one was opened in the car ride on the way there. Okay, so again, why the fuck is it down there by the river? You know, people set up the gems, man. You gotta get your energy right. So it's all about the placement of the gems. Oh. Yeah, you want to tell me why Emma invited her without a second thought? Forgiveness is a thing. I'm a prideful person. I don't know. I'm not too big on forgiveness. Somebody slices my fucking face open whether I'm being a little fucking see you next Tuesday or not. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm still holding the grudge because I've got a fucking scar on my face. I don't care if we were kids. You fucking stabbed my cheek. Yeah, but either way, that chick sucks. Her character, she was a bad human being. Also, she got undergoing bleaching treatments. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had those eyes, dude. She can turn on those crazy fucking eyes. Not everybody can do that. Oh, yeah, that's a scary girl. I see them. Because it's awkward as fuck. Because the, just the look on Alex's face, you knew it was not going to be good. Yeah, there was a lot of cringing going on in this movie. I was very uncomfortable. But once the killing gets started, damn. I got really excited. I did too. I was like, here it comes. Here comes that horror. They held it a nice amount of time too. They did. And let it really be like, what's going to happen? Because really leading up to that still, I was like, how hardcore is this going to get? How hardcore could this get? Are I they didn't really expect it to get this hardcore. And Even it, after it started, I was not sure. But the gore. Pretty. It was a little graphic. Not horrible. Jamie's tumble. Oh, my God. That fall was amazing. That was like. Was a, that a dummy or CGI? I'm not sure. But it was so good. Midsommar. Midsommar. Did you laugh the whole time? I didn't laugh. I, I did. <laughs> I, uh, I also laughed during Midsummer. Oh, you did? Yeah, in the theater. That one was just so, like, still. I, was like, I got a similar luckily, vibe. Luckily, we're here in Austin. <laughs> so I was not the only one. You were not alone. It was all dudes, though. It was like three dudes in the theater, like, ha! <laughs> and I was one of them. Yes. <laughs> well, his tumble was great. Like you're saying, however they did it, dummy that was like upper scale dummy. Or yeah, because some of the blood CGI. was that Walking Dead blood. The syrupy? Dark? The CGI blood. Oh, the. Yeah, the, the computer animated yeah. blood. You knew when he ran up to the cliff what was happening. I was all the way on board at that that moment of the movie like i was still like i'm gonna see where this goes you knew once she got started there was no stopping it and even though i knew where this was going i was very happy i was getting it well did she do that little post in the woods yeah she did it before jamie where she did she's it like, after she buried alex alex before jamie while comes she up. sat on top of her grave <laughs> and she's talking about <laughs> propagating the, the grass 
that's that feel good in the weird ass horror movie that I need where it's like, okay, this is my moment to collect myself. Let's make a post. Yeah, you need breathers. <laughs> like in the invitation when he goes outside, you can't keep that energy up the whole yeah. time. You're going to lose us. No, you know, and she gets it done. She's like, you know what? I'm going to go live. She's almost covering her tracks in that moment when she does the live video because she's dirty and she's making a garden. Exactly. So she's already exactly planning her frame up. I started trailing off, making my own story. But from the second they did a selfie without her in it, that's when I was like, okay, I see where this is going to go. That just wasn't the segue. It's a red herring. But yeah, uh, the mask. Anytime there's a mask, you know I got my... Uh... I wanted her to keep that fucking Elon <laughs> mask on the rest of the movie. She got some attitude quick in the tub. It was scary, too. Yeah. That mask is freaking me out. You know me, man. I love a good mask. <laughs> I have to return some videotapes. <laughs> you know, I just pictured you going home putting a clay mask on when you said that. That's what it sounded like. Frank is a big fan of seaweed masks. He likes the snail slime ones. No, I didn't do any of the weird ones. I did them for a while to exfoliate. <laughs> um, but then you see videos of people not following instructions and losing their eyebrows, and I was like, not me. Um, you got to put your grandson's piss on your face. That's how you keep your skin young. Got to be grandson piss. I thought it was like mountain goat piss. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking to the same guy here, okay? <laughs> Look, man. Shit. Who's your guy? Carl. Tiny Asian guy at the park. Oh, uh, no. I talked to Sid downtown. So, yeah, mask and then homegirl gets scalped in the tub. Technically an accident. She wasn't at fault. I mean, Hiding the body, however. I know. Under a bed. Does that tell us, like, there was a moment of panic? I don't know. Because, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's not even. There were definitely two sissies happening at the same time all the time. Well, and I think it's right after that desk. We see that Alex is still alive. That's what's even better is that she's like laying on top of her grave and she's not dead. Because of the trauma, she like can't speak, I guess. And it's just full on zombie. Like, that cop, when she finds that guy's phone <laughs> and him being like, <laughs> he's fucking drunk again. <laughs> so good. Because, you know, you got to figure it's a rural place. That cop's probably bored. It is probably the same drunk guy who fucks with him all the time. That cop was my favorite character in this movie. 100%. Good touch. Because when he does show up later, he's like, you got this. He's giving himself affirmations. I love the way how it looked like a, you know, podunk-ass Australian fucking police department. But then he, like, looks at the screen and it's, like, got, like... Who knows what they're allowed to do there? That yeah. We're not allowed to do here. I'm just saying for movie's sake, for yeah. production value. It's modern he day. He put it together in a way that was very realistic. Yeah, too. and it's like a little more modern. Like, oh, yeah, cops can tell where you're at these days. Also, I think at that moment you were like, this fucking idiot. Added a little level of competency to him. She picks up Fran. Absolutely good idea on your part, even though I'm rooting for the murderer. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fucking get in the car and leave. That did make the mercy killing kangaroo, because that squish... Of Fran's head was really good. That's my full circle moment. But that's also my issue moment is this scene. Why? She's launched from the vehicle because she's not buckled up, but Sissy hits the brakes. Well, that's how you would be launched from the vehicle. If you hit the brakes going 140 kilometers per hour. <laughs> so that's the other thing. 140 kilometers an hour is about 70 miles an hour. If you were to slam on the brakes at 70 miles an hour with someone not wearing a seatbelt, they what? wouldn't go through the window. You're they would right. not go through the window. You need to hit that solid object. I'm not. I would give a hard pass to that. Fine. I'm not totally a math guy. Physics me. is not in my nature. It's but in I'm telling nature. you, it's not in. <laughs> it my... actually is. Oh, stop! <laughs> Jesus fuck! It's in your genes. No. God damn it! 
That hurt me so bad. You're going to get my Ellie jokes. No. No. No, but honestly, I I was loving the spree. And then I was like, really, guys? Really? I appreciated the way that, sh- that it happened. That's ridiculous, man. That is, that is not enough to ruin a movie for me. It didn't ruin it for me. That's just my big <laughs> gripe about this one. Is Your big gripe is one tiny little hood ornament. Again. Hood ornaments don't break chains, people. I want that ugly painting for my house. That was some creepy shit. It would look great in here. Anywhere. Kelly will not allow that. <laughs> you don't think... Not in the house at large. <laughs> I mean, obviously this room is mine. <laughs> I have the w- most terrifying Last Supper ever. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was my thing. But I did love the how she whispered, it's the humane thing to do. And then just walks away. It was really good. Like, yes, but I was still a little like, fuck, man, you don't build that type of momentum from us. In ABS, that's the thing. They pop, 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 pop. That's what anti-lock brakes do is they pump. So like, yeah, it's going to be sudden, but you're going to have this pop, 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 yeah, but that wasn't a Subaru. Yeah, dude, that was one of those crazy vans. I love the way that had some wheels on it. You know, like those weren't factory wheels on the van. I hate riding in those vans because I'm way too close to the front of the car. <laughs> in like the captain's seat? I feel like I'm just going to get smashed. <laughs> yeah. I don't like driving them. Don't like being up there in the front. Uh, the front wheel drive, though, even with like a four or six cylinder, like they've got some pickup. Even like an Econoline van, I feel a little too close. To everything coming at me. There was a time in high school where I'd take my grandparents' van, just go do stuff every now and then, and just drive the shit out of it. There's something I like about the big old front side of a muscle car out in front of you. I feel kind of safe, even though I'm really not. <laughs> Makes you feel like you're in a nice, solid boat. Yeah, the whole front of the Batmobile's out in front of me. Mm-hmm. But the best friend fight was great. Yeah, beats herself with the phone before that. It's like she subconsciously knows like how she can get out of this. Well, she has two hundred thousand witnesses now yeah which is kind of a gamble because you sure you're gonna be able to make that video if you smash that phone on your face and how quick emma sees that yeah she's fucking nuts we always knew it was gonna be the necklace it's gonna play some part in but the... despite all that it didn't seem cheap that, no. and that's what i really appreciated about this whole movie i like that emma had some fight in her that it was like a, the the duel well you're not gonna find an original story in the world you know i think playing out this sort of movie with what the world is now because kids are going to be fucked up, man. That girl grew up with social media influence. No, but then the way it all goes down, I didn't see the Alex Emma part. I mean, I like, I was like, what's going to happen? It was like right before there. I was like, how's this going to end? Well, I called the cop Alex part. I was like, she's going to look like a fucking psycho. And that's what I didn't expect her to beat the other girl to death. On yeah. accident because you couldn't really see because she had a horrible. But concussion. it had the great setup, you know, speech impediment, the blurred vision, just ba- you know, from yeah, the it was all head there. trauma. You're right. You're right. They had, like from the second she went into zombie mode, popping up out of the grave. It was they were showing you, yeah, she's she's she has all of these impairments. I don't know why I didn't think that at the end of it, it wasn't going to be her more famous. She had the book and everything. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's the same spree. You know, girls like I'm done with, some, but then she gets the boost from being a, a survivor. Oh, so maybe that's what this is. Those are where those two really link up. This is all about the found footage survivor. Well, uh, this isn't a found footage movie, though. I know. It's it's more of a, the sort of movie is like that internet famous gone wrong kind of thing. I know. I'm so, I'm just so happy I liked it that I forget that it really wasn't a found footage. And that's what we were going for. <laughs> this was good. It was good. Yeah. One day we'll do a month where Frank just shows me his favorite found footage movies. If he can find them. 
it, can you yeah. find the footage, Frank? <laughs> can you find the footage? <laughs> find it for me. Am I compelled? Is it compelling? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but I really like this. People should watch it. We're checking out AMC+. Plus. It's worth a seven-day trial to watch this movie, I'd say. AMC Plus is worth at least the seven-day trial. We both were like, can you keep it for a month? I know everybody out there is guilty of hours in the menus over the course of a month. You know what's on each service if you're really looking. And to see this many things that I haven't seen on the other, you know, other offerings, this is, it was, it's like when you first had, when Peacock kind of first came back and it's like. I have a huge problem with Peacock is that there were things I watched on Hulu that are being moved to Peacock now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still, I like Hulu's content that well, they almost, make. Almost horror movies in particular on Peacock, though. That was quite the selection around Halloween time. And I mean, they're still there. Yeah, and that's great. But they have delivered on more than that. Peacock? Yeah. Peacock. As far as, I don't think there is another streaming service my wife watches now. Other than Peacock? That's her main one. I mean, I think Peacock is how I found Below Deck. Yeah, so I'll let Hulu go before I let Peacock go, probably. But I'm glad to get AMC. I got it through Amazon because there's no fucking way I'm going to take a gamble that your fucking app works. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. And once you get it on Amazon, it's just right there. Is it my subscriptions or something? It's right Channels there. or whatever. Channels, yeah, it's yeah, right also, there. I still have the same gripe that Amazon has gone channel crazy. And could you just put the Prime movies at the top of the fucking menu? Jesus Christ. I paid for this shit. We're watching Deadstream next week. Excited. Very excited. You'll get your found footage, and turns out we stumbled onto a video shelf. And hey, I think Skinamarink is found footage, right? Uh, I don't think it possibly could be, considering the only two characters are children. Why does it look like that in the previews? It's just a shitty movie, dude. Made on crap cameras. I don't think that movie's going to have any substance, but we may cover it. You don't think you get scared once watching that movie? I don't get scared as easily as you. I haven't been scared by any of the found footage movies we've watched for this podcast yet. Especially that one with that guy from Caddyshack. That was not scary. Apartment 143? Yeah, not, nah. a, not a thing. You get seduced by the magic of the found footage, I think. I think it scared you enough that you're like, you're ASMR. It's your horror ASMR. You're like, this is the thing that triggers it. I can get scared. And I'd like to find that for me. Well, like I said, Incantation didn't scare me, but it was creepy. I thought it was creepy. I like the story. I'll stand by it. And I even opened tonight saying it was creepy. And that's what I said when we talked about it. I have a feeling Skinamarink is going to frustrate me more than I'm going to find it creepy. That being said, I am very freaked out by buildings that change. You didn't like Inception? I love Inception. <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> freaked me out, man. Uh, Ellen Page freaked me out. <laughs> Hard candy. Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.